Welcome to the Authentic Chaos Podcast, an exploration into our inner selves and journeys of self-discovery. I'm your host, Bahagan Yarnosian. Today, we're going to be discussing chaos and why I describe myself as authentic chaos. First, let me explain what I mean by chaos uh, by comparing it with order so that we're on the same page. Order can be thought of as having structure. There are patterns that are well understood and can be used to predict how that order will morph over time. Chaos, however, on the surface, and maybe when you look deep, looks very random. There does not seem to be any structure to it, nor are there any patterns that we can discern from it. However, deep down, there is some underlying mechanism that does provide some structure, but that mechanism is unknown to us. So why does this apply to the mind? Let's start with looking at the mind a pure, at a purely physical, biochemical level. The brain has about 80 billion neurons. And the connections of these neurons determine a lot about how our mind creates thought, feels, and perceives reality. These neural connections, these hundreds and hundreds of billions of neural connections that are constantly changing make up who we are, how we think, how we feel, and how we perceive the world around us. Just looking at the brain at this biochemical level it would take an immensely powerful supercomputer to be able to predict how the next second of thought will go in any one mind. It is so, there's so many configurations, there's so many factors that go into how things are aligned that I consider this chaos. Maybe one day we can understand the order that's not today. Maybe you're thinking, so what? What's the practical implication of all of this? Sure, it's fun to think about chaos in an academic sense, theoretical sense, but what do we do with it? What, how does this matter to me? Well, if we accept that Deep down, there's chaos in our minds, and maybe this chaos is a part of our personality, then we can accept some of the traits of chaos. For instance, chaos is transient. Change is a constant in chaos. So embracing chaos means that we embrace the capacity to change. It doesn't have to be big change. Even if you change your mind on a person close to you or a type of food, you are changing how your brain is structured on a neural level. 
and this will change how you think and can even change how you perceive reality. These are fundamental changes of who you are. But the change doesn't have to be random. Remember I mentioned chaos seems random, but does have a structure if you look deep enough. And introspection is how we look deeper within ourselves to understand our inner structure. And when we understand our inner structure, we can help guide our change to be the change we want in our lives. Now I want to provide some insights into my own journey of self-discovery and like where it where I've been and how I got to where I am now. Growing up, I was in a very conservative household where certain dogmas were pushed and certain things weren't you weren't allowed to talk about or think about really. Um, and I didn't explore a lot of my own emotional needs at the time, instead focusing on school and later work because I have a very analytical mind and solving puzzles gives me a hit of dopamine, gets me excited and filled me with passion. And I felt like this was a core part of my identity. Doing these hobbies and work was how I connected with myself. But it didn't always work out. And when problems arose in work or in hobbies and relationships and things that were outside of my control, I faced existential crises because I didn't really know who I was. And when things outside of my control affected the things that I thought were part of my identity, like my career, I panicked. And in one case, I left my whole life behind me to start a new career and hopefully try to recreate my life and make up for what I thought I had lost. And then later in my career, I got promoted and I met my career goals. But even that did not fulfill me. And I felt empty because the career wasn't me. The analytical part wasn't me. I was missing who I was. The things that I thought I knew about myself were actually surface level. Through therapy, through self-reflection and reading on how the mind works and through reading a philosophy, I started to get a better understanding that the inner voice in my head that has always been there, but that I've suppressed for so long and kept away from other people because I was ashamed of the voice and the things that it was saying because it seemed uh, chaotic and not accepted. But that voice was me. And I started to... I started a journey of understanding who was behind that voice, getting past all of the orderly things that I thought I had, that I thought made up me, and exploring the chaos of my mind. Sometimes I wake up and I feel sad. 
or I have a, I get a thought in my head that I decide to pursue or a new passion flares up. And instead of shaming myself and closing myself from those emotions or thoughts, I've come to accept that they are part of me and that it is my mind trying to show me something or tell me something, maybe something I don't understand and maybe something I may never understand of how it got there. But by experiencing it and giving it the respect it deserves, I find peace and ultimately a level of fulfillment and happiness that I honestly never expected to ever have at various points in my life. So here's what I think is the really cool part of this. There is nothing unique to me. There is no, uh, there's no like gene in my DNA that makes me more introspective. There's nothing that in my family history that made me more likely to be more introspective. Uh, in fact, all of this, all of this work I have done with my life, I have done in the last couple years, well into my adulthood. When people have told me countless times that your brain stops changing after like 26 and the brain you have by then is the brain you get, that's not true. You can change. I was able to change because I wanted to change or I wanted to at least explore what change even meant. And I wanted to explore the chaos within me. And it wasn't easy. There were many moments and I still have moments where I'm uneasy by feeling things. Sometimes I'll cry. And sometimes it's not clear to me why I'm crying, but I, but I do it and I don't feel bad about it. Sometimes I feel great elation and a huge sense of purpose when I'm like talking to someone and understanding their story. And that's not something that made much sense to me before. And when I wasn't really uh, more open with myself. And I have a lot less shame about these things. And because I have less shame about these emotions and my thoughts, I'm less ashamed of who I am. And with that, I think provides me the opportunity to understand myself at a deeper level and to be able to grow into the person I want to be in a much more intentional way. So if you've ever felt something that you couldn't explain, if you ever had a thought that other people didn't quite get, but made sense to you, if you ever wondered who you are and why you are the way you are, then maybe you've got some chaos inside of you too. And maybe it's worth exploring that in a safe way. So I want to use this podcast as an opportunity to show my own chaos, to be vulnerable with you, my dear listener. 
so that I can, we can create this safe space together for you to explore your own chaos and embrace your own authenticity. That's all for today. Embrace your authentic chaos with kindness.